welcome to the first ever episode of The Mum Show. My name is Marina Magdalena and I'm being joined by my two friends, Claire Hooper from Life Church Bradford and child therapist Emma Brown. Over the next few months, we're going to explore what it means to be a mum of faith and exactly how do we nurture our children so that they can grow into all the promises that God has in store for them. And to kickstart us, we are looking at the topic of identity which I kind of feel is the bedrock, the foundation, yeah, isn't it, of absolutely. what we need to give our yeah. children. We get identity right and we can just build yeah, from there. Absolutely. So as you know, I have two children. I have um, Lilia and Reuben. And one of the things I was so excited about when they were being born, coming from a background in drama and storytelling, I couldn't wait to do role play. And one of the things I love about role play is that it gives them the opportunity ex to explore their identity. And I love the way that, you know, taking on different characters really helps them explore who they are, explore Absolutely. their identity, see how it feels to be in somebody else's shoes. And um, my little boy, Reuben, got really good at it, like seriously good. And when he must have only been about two years old, he, got, he would engage with role play so quickly that he started to just find it in every corner of life. And he did at one point, you know those safety reins that you put on your kids oh, yes. to, to walk kids them to the school them. gates? <laughs> well, <laughs> Reuben loved them because in yeah. his mind, when yeah. we put the safety reins on, he became a puppy. Oh. And so he'd be walking around, he'd be like, woof, 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 woof. Oh, and we'd go like, him. literally, you'd go down to the school gate and being in Yorkshire, it's always <laughs> raining. And he'd try and lap up puddles. <gasps> off the floor nice. and I'd be like no that's it that's it but he was so determined to be a dog and I'd sort of like be looking around at all the parents going oh he's being a dog he's not dehydrated it's fine but anyway we discovered one day that if we didn't take the safety reins off soon enough when he got into the house he would continue into this character and we caught him one day he'd been in the fridge and at the milk watch this you see what Reuben's doing then yeah Oh my goodness. Oh, what's what? an imagination? I and know. A, and a lovely example of you just letting him yeah. be who he needed to be in that moment. Yeah, yeah. it stunk Absolutely. the floor out for a while, but, but yeah. it was cute. It was very cute. But I'm really interested, Emma. Um, when do children start to really explore their identity? When is that an issue that parents need to think, okay, right now we should probably, we should probably be considering this identity journey that they go on? Well, I would say it's right from the beginning, it, you know, the moment of birth, but actually even before birth. And I think as parents or as mums, particularly when we're, when, when we're pregnant, we sometimes get a real sense of what kind of character or what kind of a little person that we're, we're growing inside us. Are they really active? Are they quite placid? And all of that kind of thing. And actually what we know now in terms of um, brain development and the advances in brain scanning, um, particularly for newborns, is that babies are born born social they are born wanting to have meaningful interactions with adults um, and they actually they learn about who they are through how we respond to them as their parents so it's right from the word go so what advice would you give to parents with young children to you know practical advice for being able to start that quest for identity well I think it's about being interested being you know 
I think when we have a newborn baby, I think our priority sometimes is to think, are they, be, are they being fed properly? Are they sleeping through the night yet? All those kind of, it's a very practical um, time, isn't it, about being a parent, to feeling like we need to get it right. But actually, we sometimes miss out on the other part of um, our children's lives, which is so, so important. And it's their, it's their kind of social being and it's their emotional well-being. So find moments of connection. You will find, if you just spend a few um, minutes uh, even in the day holding a baby, you know, sometimes may, maybe holding them out like this so that you can get the good eye contact and just, just be with them uh, and wait and you'll find that you can almost have a conversation with a newborn baby. Sounds a bit crazy because obviously they've not got the language yet but they want to have that two-way interaction and that meaningful connection with you right from the start. So it's just finding those moments to just be with your babies. It's very precious, isn't it? Yeah. Claire, your children, you've got a span of children in age groups, haven't you? It makes it sound like you've got about 20. No, I haven't. I've only got three. <laughs> you've only got three, but they're varying, yeah. like, two different ends of the spectrum yeah. in age. With your older children, with your boys, have you seen that there are things you've kind of roots you've planted in the yeah. early years, foundations you've put in place, that are now coming into fruition now that they're at the other end of Absolutely. their childhood? I think we go through phases of our of our journey especially when it comes to knowing who we are in Christ there's a period of time when we we struggle and we think I want to do what I want to do and then there comes a time when you might say or you hear people say as well you can be whatever you want to be but I would say that the word teaches us that in actual fact we were made in the image of Christ and we were made to be like Christ so we weren't made to be whatever we want to be we were made to be like him that was that we were God designed we are God in his image God made us in his likeness and I think that's the a better foundation to be placed on your children. We had many opportunities when my kids were growing up of one little story of, of Sam, my, one of my boys when he was younger. He became very shy in his behaviour. In actual fact, I fostered it. I loved it. He'd, we'd go into a situation and he would come for me for a colour. Mummy, I'm shy. I'm like, I know. Come close. <laughs> Let me hug you. Or he would hide his little face. And it was very cute. But you know, I felt God arrest me at one point and say, you could... You could foster that in him, Claire, but you, or you could help him be like me and be the best version of him that I have, you know, that I've given you tools to explore with him. And in actual fact, we helped build his confidence and we helped him gain an identity. And although he is a quiet person now and he is an introverted person now, he no longer battles with shyness. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I think that could have been a label that could have become part of his identity. But God helped me in those early days to, I suppose, turn that around and point him towards his future. That is, that's such a good example as well of actually, you know, when we're born, we're born with, you know, a sense of who we are and a temperament. Yeah. And I think as parents, we, we get a sense quite early on mm. of what kind of character our little babies are going to be. But actually, it's, their temperaments are experience yeah. dependent. So mm. they're not written in stone. Uh, and as, as parents, we have a huge influence over who our children become. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of children, shall we hear what they've got to say? Yes. yes. Let's take a listen to the kids. Hello, I'm Lilia and I'm seven years old. My name is Erin. My name is Libby Brown. I'm Reuben. I think I am a very determined person because um, sometimes I get a bit annoyed with myself when I don't complete something, which makes me want to complete things properly. I love being funny and I like being funny with my friends 
and I want to be an actress when I grow up, so I like being on stage. I think we're happy. I am kind and crazy. <laughs> Um, I'd like to be like my dad because he stands up for um, what he believes in. I'd also like to be like my mum who is kind and caring and she always finds a way to make the worst situation look like an okay one. Ooh, um, I would like to be like my mum and dad and my sister. Daddy! I would like to be like myself because I like all the stuff that I do like as a child. Um, I know that she wouldn't change um, her thoughts on me on anything that I've done wrong. Mummy thinks right off them. Well, she keeps saying to me every day that um, she she loves me and she cares for me and she always believes in me. She thinks I'm lovely, kind, mm. a bit cheeky and funny. I think that if Jesus has made me, then he must love me. And I think that um, just like my mum, he would be, he would love me even if I did something wrong. If we do something wrong, oh well, he'll say, oh well, it's just, let's just leave it until another time. He thinks that I'm kind, lovely, beautiful. Jesus loves me. That's I love so that. lovely. <laughs> my favourite. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves it. Mummy thinks my awesome. Oh, <laughs> you are lovely. awesome, Reuben. Oh. So I really found it interesting. In light of what we've just spoken about, and um, you've mentioned how they receive their identity in the early years by how they see us seeing them. Yeah, absolutely. And I find it really interesting that in the um, video when we were asking the children, how do you think God? Mm -hmm. loves you, sees mm, you, yeah. and how do you think your mummy sees you? They're really similar, aren't they? They're really similar, and I think that absolutely proves, you know, what yeah. we've just been talking about beautifully. We, as parents, we are the windows to God. You know, babies aren't born with a sense of who God is. Mm. They only know that through what they believe about themselves, through how we are with them. You know, we, it, you know, if we, if we are able mm. to show them through those first few years of life that they are lovable, that they are valuable, mm. that they are worth loving, then they will believe that in themselves, and mm. they will believe that actually God feels that way about them too. Mm. It's a big responsibility. Yeah. It is a responsibility, and yeah. that's, it's why it's so important that Absolutely. we gather together, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So important. Um, Claire, you've obviously in your discipleship ministry and your pastoral ministry, you look a lot with kind of identity mm. and exploring that with people in older ends. Where do you see the building blocks of identity are? 
Oh, again, right at the very beginning, from Genesis. From the be very beginning, God created certain things in us. I, th I call them God-shaped holes that were always areas that he intended to provide for us. And yet, sometimes in life, we look for these things in, in the wrong places, but he always intended that we would be secure. He always, always, always intended there would be provision. When you go back to the story of the Garden of Eden, there was everything that we would need that was good and that was right and that was wonderful to eat and to, to live and have our needs met. He always intended we would have significance always that we would have something to do a job a purpose in life a place a place to have a purpose a significance a role you know for some of us that's work for some of us that is a ministry for some of us that is the job for some of us that is our parenting for some of us that is a project that we're involved in and um, um, he always intended that we would be accepted that we would belong that in that place in the garden there was a place of belonging everything was right and everything had its place and Adam and Eve were right at the top of that and I love that imagery although it gives us that sense of security and significance and acceptance if we know that was what came from God but sometimes we just look for it in the wrong yeah. ways Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the key to helping our children develop a, a significant relationship with God is understanding those building blocks. So they are God-shaped holes. So we are going to look for these things. Mm -hmm. We're going to look for security. We're going to look for something to do. Maybe we're looking the right or the wrong places. But I would say encouraging our children to go back to the very beginning of their mm -hmm. relationship and the foundation with God and teach them there is a God-shaped hole. Let's look for the right things to fill it with. I love that. I think it's so important as well because when you look back to Garden of Eden, when you take it back yeah. to the beginning, kind of what went wrong, Eve was, had an assault on her identity. Yes. That was the first thing that happened. If you eat this fruit, you will become like God. You will become like God. And he so goes on to explain that. you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. But she was already made in the image of God. Yeah. She was already like God. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, she is the head of all creation. It's like, a counterfeit thought process. Absolutely. And you see it again when Satan tries to tempt Jesus in yeah. the wilderness. And he, he, he strikes this massive launch of attack. And the first thing he says is, if you're the son of God, notice, question your identity. Yeah. Yeah. If you really are the son yeah. of God, turn these rocks into bread and the first thing he's doing is he's flagging up a little question mm. are all your needs met yeah do you have security yeah aren't you hungry right now are you sure you don't need yeah. to look for your security elsewhere are you sure are you, you as don't need as you think you are absolutely and yeah. then he builds onto it and he says if you are the son of god throw yourself down he takes him to a high place and yeah. he's you know he's questioning at this point actually his strength yeah and he's saying you know have you got what it takes yeah can you still survive yeah are you immortal can you conquer this are you yeah. sure about that yeah and then the final blow he's just completely disregards his significance yeah he completely disregards his purpose he says yeah. If you worship me, I will give you authority over all the nations. Excuse me, yeah. Satan. This is God incarnate you're speaking yeah. to right here. But he just completely launches this attack on the identity of Christ. Yeah, and so obviously true. Jesus is able to withstand this, but he did it at Eve. He did it to Eve. Yeah, that's right. He does it to Jesus. And he will try it on our children. Yeah. And he tries it on us. It's yeah. like... It's yeah, the it's one area, isn't it, that we need to say, do you know yeah. what? If we are raising children in the kingdom, yes. we need our kids to know exactly who they are. Absolutely. And I don't want us to lose this, actually. I want us to get practical. I want us to make sure that we're going to move forward so that people can pull away, mm. mums can pull away something to do here. Yeah. So let's take a look at those. Um, 
So Emma, you've looked at building security in young children a little mm -hmm. bit, haven't you? Mm -hmm. How would you say we could adapt that for a child from, let's say, nine upwards as they get a little bit older, looking at security? Security, well, to be honest, I really do think that it, it, those foundations have to be laid at a really, really early age. But, you know, we don't always get it right, do we? Um, and actually there is there is such thing as called earned security which can happen a bit later on um, so if, if babies for whatever reason haven't had the best start in life they can earn that security mm. through um, having consistent loving in tune attentive mm. um, attuned um, adults in their lives that have got that have the ability to allow them to feel safe and secure um, and, and that comes from spending time with mm. young people spending time with them being curious about what their interests are mm. being interested in in their internal world um, you know we, we pr we'll probably talk even more about this in future episodes about the idea of um, children need to feel in order to, for them to feel significant they have to feel safe and secure first yeah. they have to trust that the world is a safe place, that they are lovable and that adults are trustworthy um, and then they can go on to feel and to adapt and to go out into the world and find their own sense of purpose um, but it's got to be, it's got to mm. come from that base of feeling safe and secure first mm, off. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay Claire, um, acceptance. Take it away. Acceptance. I would, I mean, I would always champion the cause of the local church. I think our young people, especially, you know, you've, you've started your foundation, you've got them in the home, but even as children, take them to a local church where there's going to be a model mm. of, of people exploring their own identity in Christ but I would I would encourage you to find a local church that is thriving get yourself plugged into a community of believers I think feeling accepted into a family like that maybe your family isn't you know the best example to you maybe you don't feel you're the best example to your family but I'm telling you now there's a group of people out there in churches all across the world that are working hard to find out who they are in Christ take your children be a part of that commit to attend a church attend a small group join and be a part of it I think finding acceptance Acceptance, finding freedom comes as part of being part of a group of other believers. Mm, absolutely, I love that. And you see them grow so much, ah, don't you? Totally. You see them grow when I, I, I love watching my children interact with other people in church yeah. and just seeing the impacts that that has on them. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've done security, acceptance, so significance. Yeah. Okay, I think for me, I, I had an upbringing where my parents used to make space for me all the time to share my mind mm -hmm. and to share my thoughts mm -hmm. and my dad used to work nights and my mum used to allow me to go and wake him up with a cup of tea at the end of his night shift and now I look back as a parent I think actually that was quite a sacrifice because they didn't get all the time in the world together they loved each other and my dad's just woken up and I would be like this little eager beaver with his cup of tea dad dad it's time to wake up and he just used to let me talk and share my thoughts and he'd say things to me like love what do you think about the youth in church do you think the youth want to be a part of performing like leading worship or would they rather have a service that they lead their worship in or love what do you think about leadership love what do you think about this what do you think about that mm. and he'd question constantly so where's your heart in this yeah. where's your mind in that and my mum used to go for walks with me quite frequently and she'd just ask me so these lovely. questions as I was growing up and I think, you know, we can start at such Absolutely. a young age yeah. just inquiring about their Absolutely. minds. What is it? Why, yeah, totally. what, is your, what are your thoughts on this? Mm, yeah. What's your passion on this? Absolutely. And I think as well, starting to bring that into God's purposes yeah. in their lives from a very young age, my parents yeah. noticed 
do you know what, love? You're great at reading stories. Yeah. You're really good at that. And they started to help me find that narrative. Mm. So that when I was kind of 15 and 16 years old and the careers advisors yeah. were telling me, no, you must become a teacher. You must be a teacher. There's nothing else that you can do with a passion for drama and yeah, storytelling. Yeah. My parents were able to say to me, do you know what? You're a child of God and he's yes, got purpose so for your life. So don't panic. Don't worry. Just keep exploring that. And I think that's something for me yeah. that I want to do with my own children is say, do you know what? You're a child of God. Absolutely. First and foremost, you are a child of God. Absolutely. You have significance in that. Yeah. Now let's explore what that story looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. We've looked a lot during this episode at the importance of those early years and those foundational years. Obviously, for some people, they don't always have that start. They don't, for whatever reason, you know, there may be parents watching this and thinking, oh, I know that my child's journey has not had all of that. And here they are right now feeling very hurting and very lost. What would you say to those parents? I would say, please don't despair because there is always always hope for change and actually what we know now about that you know I'm really into the kind of brain stuff as mm. you know and the neuroscience um, and actually the the advances in the brain imaging techniques that we've got shows us that all those connections that are so vital in those early years the connections that help us form our identity and our sense of selves they aren't fixed and they can be changed later on. In fact, there's research now in, in terms of, um, there's been, it's, that's shown that um, people up to the age of 80 during therapy can actually change, the whole structure of their brain and the connections can change to, to heal past hurts. So what I would say is it is never too late. And actually Absolutely. for us as parents as well, you know, be, becoming a parent brings up huge amounts of our own um, perhaps unmet needs and our own difficulties in our own parent history. Um, and actually it's really important for us to start exploring that mm, and thinking absolutely. about our own identity yeah. um, and as well as thinking about how we can um, foster positive identity in our children. Another example of how Father God always intended that we would be secure, yeah. that he created a way for our brains to renew themselves. I was just about to say Being transformed by the renewing yeah, of your mind. Yeah, isn't it incredible? Matches where the word matches science. Mm, absolutely. I love it's that. It's beautiful, isn't it? I, I was thinking, it. his mercies are new every morning. Yes. Your grace is sufficient for me. It's incredible, yeah. isn't it, that you know, we, we can see even scientifically yeah. how God just works yeah. to bring things round. You know, his journey for us is fullness and wholeness. His journey is for us to be full and whole, mm -hmm. and I think that's incredible. Yeah. So I've asked you to prepare some top tips, because I want people to go away thinking, ha, I have something new that I'm going to put into my day. Mm -hmm. um, so Emma, do you want to kickstart us? Yeah, well, my top tip would be just kind of re reiterating what I've said earlier about spending quality time with your children in order to foster identity and to get to know our children. And actually, a really simple technique, set aside 20 minutes if you could do it a few times a week, brilliant. If you can just do it once a week, that's fine because we are all busy lives. So turn off your mobile phone, set aside, get a blanket on the, on the floor, make sure you're not going to be interrupted. Whatever age your child is, if you've got a baby, if it's a toddler, get some toys out, things that you know that they'll be interested in. And um, don't direct the play. So allow your child to do whatever they want to do in those 20 minutes. And the task for you as a parent is just to be with them, to really perhaps 
feel what they feel, be interested in what they're playing with, and I can guarantee for those 20 minutes you will experience your child in a way that you, you haven't done before. And equally, your child will experience you as that interested, curious, loving parent that you are for them. Lovely. Absolutely. I love that. Claire. Yeah. Go for it, your top tip. So, <laughs> I just... I mean, Promise Legacy is what you are about building as a, as a family. But I would just be inclined to say that that is what God's about building. Get your children in front of you, whether they are a year old, whether they are a hundred years old. I mean, that, you would be an old parent if they were a hundred. <laughs> but you know what I mean. And speak the word of God. It's, it can do nothing but promote like, a good sense of their identity mm. about who they are in Christ. They're, they're the examples of, um, you know, I am the head and not the tail. I was born for a purpose greater than I can imagine. I will do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I will do greater miracles than Christ. All of these promises, there are hundreds of them. Yeah. And whatever you need in that situation and what it does to them is it takes them from being face on with you like Emma was talking about and it turns them around to walk directly to their future because mm -hmm. we can speak and make mm -hmm. their future different mm -hmm. we have faith to be able to change the course of their life to help them keep them on the right path and you know what is kind I mean who who doesn't love a kind word yeah, you know over absolutely. our lives just be kind to them and be kind to yourself in that yeah. I love that. In fact, my top tip is probably just building on from that yeah. very slightly. I think we've got the promises of God in the Bible that we find yeah. in the Word. And also we have promises that we can seek individually for our kids' yeah. lives. You know, Peter was called a rock. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah was yeah. called a voice. Actually, long before they walked yeah. into those callings. And I think as parents, we have an amazing opportunity mm -hmm. to go to the Holy Spirit and say, what are you speaking yeah. over my child's life? What's in their mm -hmm. future? What can I prepare them for? What can I start calling them yeah. into now? I just know the value I had of that in my life that I shared about my parents yeah, saying, you know, so you've got this gifting, love, you've got this storytelling, you've got this way about you that's just so drawn into yeah. this, go run with that. And I think as mums, if we can kind of embrace this for our kids, it's mm. more than just the now, we can speak into the promises that God has got for you. His promises are so, sure. so building, aren't they? So yes. life-giving. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. We believe so firmly that the life-giving promises of God can help us in our identity and in our mum journey. And so we have put together some beautiful wall art so you can pin it to your walls, you can pray it over your children, you can remember exactly some of the promises that God has for your life and for the life of your family. And you can go and download that for free right now on our website at promiselegacy.com. While you're there, have a good look around and get in touch because we would love to hear your story and we would love to start doing this mum journey with you and your family. Thank you once again. We will catch you next time. Be blessed. As mums, we can often be so creative and curious about helping our children explore exactly who they are in Christ. But the reality is, if we want our children to walk that journey, then we first have to take some time out to understand who we are in Christ. And let's face it, being mums, life gets busy and that isn't always easy. So, no matter what you're facing today, no matter what you may be coming up against, allow me just one moment to refresh your soul. Because you, my precious friend, are a woman of God. 
You are a child of the King of Kings, seated in high places, co-heir with Jesus. All of heaven is rooting for you. And there is nothing, no angel, no demon, no power or principality, no height nor depth that can separate you from the love of your heavenly father. And he's got it all planned out. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future to hope for. So do not be anxious for anything. Do not worry or tremble in fear because he is your God and he holds you in his righteous right hands. So no matter what you're facing today, no matter what you're up against, remember whose you are and be blessed.